Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa. The new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 244, episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Friday, July 8th, 2022. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. If you like, (laughs) if you like, hey, drunk colliders. (laughs) <laughs> and getting energy drained. Uh, that is Christy Yamaguchi main uh, making reference to all the conspiracy theories around what the Hadron Collider is doing to us. I think there may be some subtler ones that I wasn't familiar with. I, I caught the ones that was like, we, we've been plunged in, into a new portal into hell. A new portal into hell. I think we already opened one up in 2015. But I think there's also like energy draining and like keep your energy up keep your vibrations high i don't know what any of that shit means <laughs> thank you christy yamaguchi man at waffle house i am genuinely thrilled to be joined by a very special guest co-host the producer behind shows like fake doctors real friends welcome to our show you've heard her on pop culture happy hour read her at vulture the av club team vogue many more she is the host and executive producer of comic-con metapod it's the brilliant and talented joelle Monique. hey what's up what's I'm up joe back i want to say a special hello to the tdc fan who found me at a union meeting appreciate you uh i'm happy to be the lady voice of this podcast and shout out to your wife y'all were beautiful oh it was really nice. nice. <laughs> were you like speaking at it and they came up and found you after or they were Yes, like... I was speaking on organizing during a pandemic. 
And so, you know, afterwards, people came up to talk about, you know, organizing principles and X, Y, Z. And then he was like, I'm just here as a fan of the Daily Zeitgeist. And I was like, hell yes, found you. Love it. Amazing. So that was special. I also wanted to tell you that I've I've joined the Matcha Life. So I'm here. I talked about how I couldn't do espressos anymore. I tried to switch to chai tea. Uh, My body said that's still too much caffeine. So now I'm trying grass milk and (laughs) I don't hate it. Grass milk uh, <laughs> is what you were calling matcha, yeah. which I think is, I think is fair. Let's bring in our guest and we, and we can talk matcha. <laughs> yes. See if they have any thoughts. In our third seat, we are thrilled, fortunate, blessed to be joined by an actor, comedian, writer who's written for SpongeBob SquarePants, Shrill, Fairview, who has appeared on Viceland, performed just everywhere. Just a truly hilarious stand-up comedian that I am very thrilled to have on the show. It is the brilliant and talented Claire O'Kane. Matcha life. (laughs) Matcha life. Living that matcha life, right? I'm actively drinking matcha right now. Are you really? I'm not. I would never lie to you. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's important to me, and I wanted to establish that up top because I did, I did not believe you when you first said that. Wait, Claire. So we were talking before we got on about homemade versus store bought. I've been doing the store bought situation where I just get it at the local cafe. Are you making yours at home? Absolutely not. I wouldn't even know where to begin mm. to modify right. my greens. You How do you do it? Wooden whisk thing. I know that, and then there's. So the, Maybe some the water whisk in thing it? is like beautiful and like great in theory, and I was incapable of using it to like mix anything because <laughs> I just like don't have the dexterity and like the small hand. I don't know. Right. I have an intention tremor. It was just a mess, and I got at Ralph's like a a Cro- the version of Kroger that we have in Los Angeles. I got a little like whisk, like electric whisk thing that costs like $7, battery operated. It's got a little whisk on it that like spins around really fast. And that made making matcha super easy for me. I did mention before we started recording that since recommending it to you and being like, oh, Joel, you simply must (laughs) start living the matcha life. It's so much better for you. I have switched back to coffee I, I went to Guatemala for a couple weeks, oh, okay. and mm. no matter how many people I asked, they were they would not make make me a matcha latte. And I was <laughs> I was asking everyone. I was like, where where's the where do I get where's a guy get a nice matcha latte around here? <laughs> See what and, happens when you leave L.A. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, so and the coffee down there is great. So I went back to coffee. And I just haven't done, like, when I switched from coffee to matcha, I felt like I had a flu for a week because of the caffeine drop-off, and then it was good. So give yourself a week to not feel great. Okay, all right. That's my advice. I quit caffeine when I got COVID. I don't know if you heard about this. I don't know if they're talking about this online, but... COVID. Okay. Right. Ah, That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) And I got it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm just not going to do caffeine for about three months. No coffee. Yeah. And it felt great. And then I went to Italy. All they got Uh in Italy is these little tiny cups of coffee. Because I don't know if you heard about this. There's a lot of coffee in one little thing. Espresso. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a heart attack in a cup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fucked up ever since. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i trying real hard. I can't have these panic attacks anymore. It's too stressful. 
It's too stressful. Oh, great matcha talk, everybody. Great matcha talk and break. <laughs> <laughs> What's something from your, from your search history that, uh, you know, reveals something about you to us? Wait a second. No, I skipped things. You got to do a no. recap. Damn it. I, do I was pre-cap. so smooth with it. Damn. Okay. Rewind. Coming in. I you love it, it, though. All right. You're going to you're gonna <laughs> take us through the search history, overrated, underrated. First, I'm just going to tell the people a couple of the things we're talking about. The Washington Post has given us a great resource that we can use for ourselves. We can share with our family about what to do during a mass shooting. It is really fucked up and like oh, weird God. that this is. This is I, this seems to be the Washington Post and New York Times and just generally the mainstream media approach to this new apocalyptic reality we're living in, which is just like, yeah, okay, so this is happening. Here are our new overlords. We'd like you to meet them. Here's a like profile of a bunch of. Uh, anti-choice 22-year-olds that we think you might enjoy. That was a New York Times piece. Um, And the Washington Post has just some, like, helpful tips about, like, what to do in a mass shooting that includes just a lot of, like, tactical uh, Mm -hmm. operator speak for, like... (laughs) I don't know. We'll get to it. It's pretty, it's like both funny and just causing me to despair. We, if we have time, we're going to compare and contrast two scandals. If we don't have time, it will be in, I guess, yesterday's trending. But so Boris Johnson did in fact resign. (laughs) I don't, I think it was like he, so he wasn't quick enough to condemn the actions of a real piece of shit. Also, like, through parties that signaled he wasn't taking the COVID threat seriously. And then we have another one where, like, on this side of the the pond, the proverbial pond, Lindsey Graham has decided he won't comply with subpoenas. And that seems to be, like, all Republicans are like, yeah, we don't, like, the law doesn't apply to us. So we're not really much in common there. I think I just want to ask if I can move to the UK because they <laughs> still seem to have a functioning society civilization i don't know maybe maybe not i don't know i don't eat beans for breakfast over there i love the beans for breakfast i do love a baked bean (laughs) with with some eggs it's blood sausage oh god i don't fuck with blood sausage however (laughs) i am not a monster and the fact that that people treat those two as equivalent i don't know that's Bean erasure. Um, but we're going to also talk about Popeye is like, I guess, the latest soldier in the culture war. They're, they're re up and they're re up in the Popeye comic strip. I don't know. This makes me feel sad that this is a conversation. All of that, <laughs> plenty more. But first, Joelle, why don't you help yes, us get to know our it's guest Claire time better? To learn about Claire, and we'll begin. With your search history, what's something from your search history that tells us about you, Claire? Recently, I've been looking at pictures of uh, scorpions in amber. You guys know that's that? dope. That's dope. <laughs> Make a new age Jurassic Park Very king. Metal. Love it. Kind of cool because um, I'm looking for. Uh, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm a Scorpio rising. You know what? Yes. I'm gonna get a tattoo of that. I think yes. <laughs> so. Tight. I'm a Scorpio okay. moon, and I definitely want oh. to get a scorpion like shadow inside of a moon. I don't hey, care if it's it. tacky; it's epic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, are you scorpion? Or... You have any scorpions in your chart? I'm a Leo. I tend uh, to gravitate towards Gemini's. 
that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? I feel like it's it, all fire and it air. Must. Yeah, yes, exactly. You love a little chaos. I respect yeah. it. <laughs> but okay, I'm I'm looking at some ta- scorpions and amber tattoos, and they are very cool. I I am I feel like I'm too late in the game to get tattoos, but I I envy people with tattoos. Who you just got to like, grow a sick gray beard and start having your midlife then, crisis, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I feel like that would be sick. the only thing that it would signal, other than maybe I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's cool looking. Would be oh, he he's afraid of death now more than he used to be. <laughs> I want to see Jack on a Harley. I'm ready. Yeah. Motorcycle Jack. Bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Claire, what's something that you think is overrated? Uh, p- purchasing clothes online. Oh, ding, ding, Claire. Why overrated? I think the convenience is just not uh, worth it when it comes to you getting shoes in the mail that you think are going to fit. Mm. They're your, the number says, yeah, this is the number I'm putting in That's the all my shoe buy. orders. Mm-hmm. And you wear them, and you're like, oh, look like a damn clown walking down the street. <laughs> uh, the backs of my ankles are ripped to shreds somehow, yeah. and uh, it's just not worth it. Just go to the store to get your stuff. I agree. As a plus size shopper, sometimes I have no choice but to order online, and sure. it sucks on twofolds. One, sometimes I'll buy something super cute, but then I get it, and the feel is wrong. Like I bought this like adorable purple skirt. But it feels like a sleeping bag. I would have never made this purchase in a store. Okay. It makes swishy sounds and I walk in it, but I won't return anything because I have to what, go to a post office. I got a print. They don't have a printer. Okay. What year is it? I can't make returns. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. I yeah. still can't do it. So if I buy something, I'm either keeping it or I found a Goodwill. It's not that far from my place. I'll just drop it off there. Hopefully somebody else can use it. it. Was smart enough to go to a store to purchase clothing that actually works for them. Gosh, what a true nightmare! A first world problem, but like a nightmare of a first world problem. One hundred percent. Well, they. I just should. I should say they should just say what the clothes feel like when you're yes. on the right. website. Say right. what does it yes. feel like? Sleeping bag, a spider web. <laughs> Sleeping bag swish with a spider web finish. Yeah, what does it sound like? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I, yeah, the, the convenience is fully taken over by like the, all the impracticality of it and the, the returns and the need for a printer, which nobody... Nobody has a printer, right? No, like we no, that, those die. Those are for work. Like if mm-hmm. you if you still work for some place that has a a printer, then maybe you can go in there. But it's it's the worst, it, and it, it it is like the idea of online shopping is completely based around having a printer in most cases, right? You know what? And it's fun because like it's bizarre because I love online shopping, like the actual act of and I'm putting it in the cart and I'm looking at the things. Like, oh, I found a deal. And then Honey found me yeah. an extra bonus deal. Love it. And then right. it's always buyers or more. Yeah. I'll get five things and like two of them I'll be like spot on. And the other three are like, oh, I guess I own this now. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I'm, I compulsively buy things online, things I don't need, but it feels good to buy stuff. It does. I gotta say. Brick and mortar is like just in terms of sales figures and just like the future of commerce. It seems like people just generally are agreeing with this overrated and are no longer like shopping as much online and are. I I was talking, I have a friend who 
works in the finance end of this stuff. And I don't usually understand what he's talking about, but that was one thing he said. He was like, yeah, like people now are shopping more at brick and mortar stores and they're like going to the stores with like, like the conversion rate. It's not like they just go in and absently wander around. They like go know what they want and buy it, which makes sense because I keep hearing this word COVID. I'm not sure what it means, but yeah. People are smarter than me is what I just heard. Like, look at people (laughs) taking the time to actually search for what they want, go to the store, pick it up like geniuses. Uh, Listen, if that's you, I'm appreciative. Uh, Thank you for not doing the fast fashion thing and like buying smarter. I wonder if like sales reps have adapted to the fact that we hate them and like they have like backed off a little bit because that used to be a thing that anytime I hated clothes shopping because I didn't like just that interaction like from the start where it's just like a weird Uh fake like hey like we're friends right like that's the premise of this conversation and like tell me your size and I'll go shopping with you no ma'am leave me alone (laughs) please sir. I don't need it. What I do want, though, is the champagne experience. Right. Before COVID, LP was opening up stores all across America, and then they got bought by Walmart, and they were, like, closing all of those down. It was horrendous. I was waiting for them to open up one in LA because they would greet you with a glass of champagne, and then you go shopping in their store, and they have big private dressing rooms. And I was like, that is all I want in life. Like, if you greet yeah. me with champagne, instantly, this is a 10 out of 10 experience. No matter what happens beyond this champagne, I'm a very happy person. Bring back the, like, Bergdorf's Neiman Marcus style of shopping, the personal mm-hmm. shoppers, the champagne. I would mm-hmm. like models in store of all sizes <laughs> to wear the clothes so I can see what they look like while I just, like, relax and chat with my friends. Have you seen the women people? Watch it. It's a great movie. This is what I want out of life. Shopping could be better. Is all we're saying here oh my gosh uh claire tell us something that's <laughs> underrated in your opinion i recently uh rented a uh a convertible car oh. when i was visiting la highly underrated people okay. i'm gonna say everybody should should drive around in a convertible at least once in their life with the threat of large objects falling off of other cars and hitting you in the head it's thrilling. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like music sounds better. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like I'm stoned, but it just, <laughs> you know, it's just an insane experience. It, it was, I was specifically driving in LA. I don't know what it's like, you know, in like Dallas mm. or whatever history shows. It's not, not a good place to have a <laughs> yeah. convertible, but I would say that it's just so fun. I can't speak to being a passenger in the back seat of a convertible. That, seems maybe overrated but Mm. underrated right driving in a convertible in la i just watched thelma and louise for the first time like a month ago and so i'm catching the vibes Mm -hmm. i love the idea of wind in your hair but i would absolutely have to wear a scarf because like after half an hour at full speed it would be an issue but there is something about driving around certain parts of la specifically pretty much anywhere on the east side you start to feel way more glamorous and or cool depending on which like if you're in beverly hills and you're driving around in a car that's like clean and semi-nice you're like my god am i wealthy what's mm-hmm. happening over here like i feel very posh and it's amazing or 
you know, if you're like in East Los Angeles and the fashion district, suddenly you're like, oh, this is where cool kids are and I'm here. So therefore, I must also be cool. And I can only imagine that a convertible is just really heightening all of those feelings. I'm a convertible. Yeah. You've convinced me. And you can like yeah, put the top up too, right? Like it's not, it's not and a I, mandatory. I, I do suggest <laughs> at some point, point putting the top up or else the top of your head will get sunburned. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of just what happened to me. That's just, I, I like to undercut people who are excited about a thing by tempering it with the practical, uh, well, you can always put the top up and wear a hat. And uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever driven in a convertible. I think I've only been in a, like one of the Jeep Wranglers when I was in high school that are like made of paper, except for mm-hmm. a roll bar. And it was like driving on the highway with that person was a very like violent experience. Oh, no. Well, just just because it's like everything is like, you know, flapping so hard. They're just it's like, yeah, just uh, your car is a half tent at that point. (laughs) But I I have seen a lot of people driving around L.A. in presumably rental cars in that are convertibles and also it seems like generally like 50 plus men have like old school convertibles that they proudly drive around in and like kind of yeah. will make eye contact with you as they as they pull up in their convertible and they did yeah yeah, we did. We did the head nod, and I, yeah, you know. the fellow, the fellow convertible driver head nod. Yeah. All right. Well, I I now have my marching orders. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive a convertible before it. it's too late. Yeah. With your amber scorpion tattoo, beautiful. Yeah. I don't know what what's a what's a good Leo tattoo. I gotta look that up. I mean, I uh, get a lion with a crown on its head. Okay. King shit. That, that definitely yes. matches my energy. So Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Get some blood splatter on the teeth. <laughs> yeah, a lion is just eating and just kind of taking a nap under a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind just of like a tired lion. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll check in with the Washington Post on their, their tips for living in our new America. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. 
and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. And we're back. And the Washington Post uh, has given us some sane tips for surviving a mass shooting because nothing is wrong and everything is okay in the United States. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, it's kind of written in the same voice as a piece in like a culture or society page where at one point they recommend like before settling into your seat or spot, ask yourself, if there's an attack, what will I do? It only takes a moment to answer this question before you sit back, relax, and enjoy your outing. So it's like practical <laughs> tips for going out, having a good weekend, but also being vigilant and keeping your fucking head on a swivel in case of attack from a shooter. Hmm. This is something I kind of, this is my life. I've been doing that. Right. And yeah. Now everyone's I, on my level. All, first of all. <laughs> but I also think it's like, Hinman follows it up with, think of it as making a regular deposit in a survival bank. And then if an emergency arises, being able to make a potentially life-saving withdrawal. That is the darkest shit I have ever heard in my entire life. Uh, and the idea that these tips are both practical, possibly necessary. And I, I, it's just, it's so deeply disturbing, particularly when you, you know, with the shooting in Illinois recently and hearing from and about the children involved there. I don't know if you guys saw the video of like an entire high school band just taking off and running when they heard the shots fire. I, oh, woof. I don't know. Satire or, or necessary ingredients? What do we think? It feels like satire and also necessary. Yeah. Oh boy. 
So we open with a word about the importance of advancing your location, which is like their security expert operator speech for like doing advanced planning and research. So they're like, you neolibs love doing homework. So just like start looking at the schematics and escape plans for every building you occupy before you go. And and then you can just, you know, be assured that we're we're going to have a good time. Everybody can relax. And, you know, if someone comes in shouting something incoherent about you being a child groomer and starts spraying gunfire everywhere or whatever, you'll you'll know what to do. You're ready for everything down to clown, baby. <laughs> and then, yeah, that. so then they get into the real shit. Like, OK, so what happens? They're here. They're sh- shooting at you. And Make yourself as small a target as possible yeah. and then get away as fast as you can, which is a very vague instruction. Yeah. Get away if you can tell which direction the shots are coming from and you're not yeah. accidentally trampled by everybody else trying to escape. It's giving the level of anxiety I get every time I get on a plane and they're like, so if there's an emergency, you're just going to reach under your seat. I'm like, these aisles are so small. I'm to get out of my seat, get on the floor, reach under there for that life preserver. Is it going to protect me for real? You could just blow it up. Like, I don't believe any of this is going to work. Yeah. Planes are safe, so hopefully not this time. Yeah. But... Yeah, very anxiety-inducing. Yeah. First thing you want to think about is, which is get down. And if you Hmm. can determine which direction it's coming from, get away. That's our general rule. The perp tends to be wildly firing. So your very best bet is to be as small a target as you can and getting away as fast as you can. And then they, like, give some suggestions about, like, finding the most solid structure to hide behind. Like, using a car as a shield may not be ideal if the vehicle is made of weaker materials like fiberglass or plastic. If there's an option, concrete or brick walls can be very helpful and would offer better protection than stucco or sheetrock dividers. If it's a true heinous active shooter who is looking to target individuals, getting to a place you can't be seen is very helpful. I love... (laughs) It's so funny to me, the like using tactical and operator, like, you know how police use as many words as possible to like describe something. They're like, well, we encountered the individual Mm -hmm. and made a tactical approach to the like they they just said getting to a place you can't be seen is very helpful instead of like (laughs) hide, motherfucker, hide. I'm (laughs) going to run to the nearest wall, but first I'm going to knock on it to make sure it's Yeah, you're uh, doing the knock to make sure. I'm doing the knock. I'm putting my ear to the wall. Right. Looking for the studs. <laughs> do, a stud, do a stud finder test real quick. Uh, make sure you're behind some something solid. You know, consult well all the homework you did before arriving, all the advancing that you did to make sure you are near a car that withstands bullets better than other, other cars. <laughs> a, a Hummer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Movies have taught me that will explode, and then I'm it's in yeah. a different type of trouble. But I think I think that the strategy of using a lot of boring words to say the thing is a way of like I, I feel like I'm seeing them want like try and feel like they have control of the situation yes. <laughs> rather than yes. saying like hide. They're like, well, it's it, what you're gonna want to do is getting to a place you can't be seen with a you know shelter option 
peripheral that keeps you behind something. It's just like, yeah, okay, you got it. This line particularly chilling, just like children playing sports learn to react quickly to a fast pitch or a pass from a teammate, they can be taught how to react in an emergency. Very vague what an emergency. Yeah. This is beyond emergency. This is a mass shooting. Let's be very specific. And so can adults, which is... I don't want like four or six year olds to have to react to gunfire with like the the thought process of a marine. That's very disturbing to me. Yeah, yeah. We want your kids. Like I, I, I need to start training my four and six year old to react to gunfire with just like stony, like dead eyed, like cool. <laughs> they're they're like in a mass shooting. Calm is a superpower. So that's what I'll start telling my kids is that like, you know how like you like the superpowers where like people can fly and do stuff like that. The real superpower you want to develop is desensitization to mass shootings. <laughs> so well, even all those superheroes become super after some sort of horrific <laughs> traumatic event yeah that this could be yours <laughs> yeah this could be your origin story baby yikes and then so the the part that like really made it like situated it within the logic of the police and the the police state that is ha- has been pretty strong and unshakable in america and feels like it's using these opportunities to get stronger is like up next is a FBI agent they consult who says, one thing you have to realize is no one knows how they're going to react or respond. When it happens to them, it is the most average routine Monday moment of their day. And then gunmen and mass shootings get more sophisticated over time, throwing more advanced challenges at those trying to escape their lines of fire. The Highland Park suspect, for instance, is alleged to have taken a sniper's position from a rooftop on the parade route, which gave him a tactical advantage. As a collective, we underestimate the offender and the offender cohort every single day. I don't want to hear that from the FBI. The FBI added, yeah. So first of all, like, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Like the people, I don't know. Like that that feels like them trying to, like that. that's what is particularly dispiriting is that they are taking this narrative and rather than being like, I don't know, it's like real fucked up. They're like, yeah, see, this is what we've been saying and they're getting better at it. So we need more power and like everybody mm-hmm. needs to like be trained to evade the these like super mass shooters. Like that is the, the narrative that they're going to try and put out there and the Washington Post and the New York Times are just like so wide open to what the fuck ever the police want to tell them. Like they yeah. just re- report report it without without any like questioning. There's no thought um, on perspective. It is the FBI's job to try to figure out like how would we keep people safe in the same way that Secret Service's responsibility. Like how do we keep they're not there to pass laws or specifically gun reform. So I understand this line of thinking from someone in this line of work, but then to spew that at people as though that is the ultimate answer to the situation is chilling. I think particularly because of the statement mentioned earlier, if you haven't been shot at regularly, you have no idea how you're going to respond. You might freeze up. Maybe you take off and like forget your loved one. That has happened before and just out of natural fear so to to say you're going to prepare you know, nobody's even these proud boys who are out here you know trying to formulate attacks and and 
thank goodness being found out before anything happens or or in a run into the wrong crowd and get pushed back into their trucks or whatever like they don't know for real like what's going to happen they just have this idea of how they're going to respond so i i just this feels very much useless (laughs) it's not going to be helpful to anyone in real maybe one or two people will be like brick wall okay where is one there go move i just i just think that you're going to be running on pure instinct if god forbid you find yourself in one of these situations look did i repeatedly use my wife as a human shield every time i heard a firecracker (laughs) on july 4th like yeah maybe but that's instinct we don't know how we're going to respond I think she gets it after some explaining, but yeah. That's your truth. That's my truth. Yeah, and we respect that. Thank Wait, you. Were fireworks particularly horrible for you guys this year? I've never really been had an issue with fireworks before, but this year, maybe it's because I have a dog who's terrified of fireworks, and that put me a little bit on edge. And I also live in a neighborhood where they'll pop off fireworks till like four in the morning. But this year, every time a firework went off, I was like jumped a little. It was kind of upsetting it only reminded me of gunfire i had none of the childlike joy of like ooh, sparkly thing in the sky i was just like turned very much into a squidward i was like cut it out yeah you do not need the bombs right now in my neighborhood they start setting stuff off you know kind of the moment it becomes 75 degrees or or warmer Mm -hmm. yeah and so most of the fireworks i only hear and i don't see and those freak me out and i do have a dog now so i'm seeing it through her eyes and she is seeing red she hates it so much and i feel so bad for her and everyone with ptsd from gunfire and all this shit which is happening more and more so i don't Mm -hmm. know uh, maybe we do those dro- fun drone light shows. Those are, those good are drones. cute. Yeah, yeah, those, those are cute. cute. Yeah, it, it concerns me about our technical overlords and their ability to see everything. But you got to give a little and take a little, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so then, then the article switches to talking about how to deal with the terror, and it's can I tell you, not great news either. They oh, basically God. recommend mm. doing stuff that gives you the illusion of control while basically acknowledging uh, that it isn't helping. So, like, they interview a psychologist and a psychiatrist. First of all, the section is called Find a Sense of Purpose and Control. And they're, like, writing to members of Congress, protesting, fundraising, and starting petitions are always that regular people can help to harness their fear of daily life in a society where violence and devastation regularly dominate headlines. Duffy said, this is the psychiatrist, there's no reason to think this wouldn't happen again. And what brings people hope, oddly, is to brainstorm about what do you think we can do about it? I think people like the idea that they could contribute somehow to some kind of solution. Wow. Somehow to some kind of solution. Those are marching orders. Some weird existential marching orders. <laughs> find it. Find the energy within yourself in these dark days to yeah. be nice. Right. To be to like (laughs) politely reach out to Congress members and protest in a way that we, the Washington Post, will approve of and will not Mm. claim was like worthy of arrest. Quote unquote violent. Right. They were so angry. It was scary. Why are they being like this? Throw some fundraising dinners for all your rich friends and have them give you money to Mm -hmm. to do what? Have some celebrities sing a song. Uh, right. It'll really invigorate Congress to do something about it. 
I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to ask people to stop singing. Unless you're a Baptist choir, don't sing when tragedy happens. It's weird. Don't yeah. do that. It's bizarre. You did it when uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned and it was startling and strange. America the Beautiful, maybe not the time, not right. the place. I, yeah. Did, I, I, mm, <laughs> I, I think this article that sums it up. <laughs> I, I just, this article just makes me feel like, okay, I don't think that there's anything new here and the 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 suggestion to write a letter just really bowls me if you can write a letter so good it would make our government act on gun safety why haven't you penned it already i don't want to make it your fault but you knew you had this secret power all along and you should have been writing well they they suggest this writing letters and like starting petitions more it's not as like a thing that could feasibly have any impact it's as like a craft like crafting like crafting can be good <laughs> for dealing with stress so soothe the nerves you right mood booster mm. the fact that it could contribute somehow to some kind of solution is probably the weakest least specific like <laughs> commitment <laughs> that one could make i feel like but yeah, I don't know. It, this does feel like a larger trend where like the mainstream media seems to be rather than being like, all right, well, this is a, you know, an end point. Uh, this is like a line that has been crossed and we now need to like figure out what we do in this clearly broken society. They have instead just like used the same voice the same tone the same like mechanism for like getting by in the world to just interview like the statistically anomalous like group of uh anti-choice like 20 something women like that was a big piece in the new york times you know worry about the safety of brett kavanaugh and just give us tips for how to survive in a fascist police state, like like become a police officer, basically. Become a <laughs> well, they were SWAT doing team all member. these articles on uh, Trump supporters who had regrets about it and or Trump supporters who were like, why doesn't my community like me anymore? I don't mm-hmm. understand. Everyone's so mean now. Yeah, we've really got to focus in on who we're talking to and why in these situations. And the thing is, I know that there are a lot of journalists out there who are like, I would never have chosen to cover this story this way, but my editors and probably the money people above them decided that this was the best angle to take. And I just oh, bring back local journalism, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. The ultimate listicle, I think. <laughs> that, that'll solve it. They, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put that as one of the options of things that you can do that could somehow offer some kind of solution. Write the ultimate listicle <laughs> that shakes this society to its foundations. Equally as helpful. Yeah. Equally as helpful. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think people still look to the New York Times and the Washington Post as like, well, sometimes they're good, but like they're not helping us out of this situation, it would appear. They are the cement that holds this situation in place, and we need to figure out other options. Or read them and, you know, become like a sick operator who is like, I ascertained the individual assailant <laughs> and by not underestimating the offender and the offender cohort, that's the, the line. As a collective, we underestimate the offender and the offender cohort every single day. Like that is the moment I lost hope for anything getting fixed in this country is like they I, just printed an FBI agent saying that. 
Yeah, I'm decoding this article and it's saying buy a gun. Yes. <laughs> I'm going, yes, exactly. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <Right. laughs> Absolutely yeah. the solution to the problem. They wouldn't say that, but they do offer just like breathless accounts and like quotes from somebody who offers both unarmed and armed uh, defense tactical training. So, yeah. you know. And, you know, say his name like five times. So, you know, you know where to reach out. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about Popeye. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire kardashian clan and if you're looking for steamy streams check out grand cayman secrets in paradise the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical caribbean island of grand cayman where the rich come to play but be warned it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long so come check out what's new on hulu this month it's streaming now and it's waiting for you on hulu Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 
And we're back. And all right. So it's barely been two weeks since the uh, woke Buzz Lightyear movie, Scarred America, <laughs> with a scene in which two women kiss for half a second. Some theaters actually posted warnings in the lobby. Boo. <laughs> I don't. Joel, did you see the Buzz Lightyear movie? No. It did badly, which I had yeah. predicted, but I mm-hmm. think people are like, well, that serves them right for not making it. Okay, Tim it serves Allen. them right for choosing to expand a universe that should have ended a movie ago. What are we doing, Disney? Toy Story was done. Andy had his adventure. Buzz grew, I'm sorry, Woody grew up in a way that was profoundly written and emotionally destabilizing. I. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with the first three Toy Story movies. They are so perfectly done. And Toy Story 4, you could take it back. I don't need it. Uh, And I really, truly, definitely don't need a fake movie within a cinema that we never saw Andy interact with. Ugh, dumb. Yeah. I also love Toy Story 4 and did not care about this movie and was confused and remain confused as to why it exists. But now we're on to the next controversy or Popeye the Sailor Man. Like they're trying to re redo the Popeye comic strip, which like is when was the last time anybody read a newspaper comic strip for reasons other than to be like, oh, my God, they still make these. (laughs) But like, what? it's I can't. It, like, it has to have been decades for... Baby Blues in the year 1999. Right. Last time I, I mean, read one. You have, t- to the uh, Boondocks, the animated show, came out of a college paper news strip that then got picked up nationally, so that's early 2000s. And I do think that there's, like, the very long-running comic strips that have their fan base, albeit a small one, but I... From a pop culture perspective, I don't think it's been in the, quote, zeitgeist for a hot minute. Right. So I feel like that is what is happening here. I feel like the like the people rebooting Popeye the Sailor Man have like made a point to be like, this is being updated for a new, like, inclusive storyline, probably with, like, some knowledge that it was going to stir up controversy with, like, Breitbart and Newsmax, (laughs) who are pissed. Wait, can I read this headline? Yes. Popeye's comic strip gets woke makeover with more characters who aren't heterosexual? Yes. (laughs) Breitbart, what are you on? (laughs) Picture that spinning at you. Bluto has been a queer icon for years the ultimate bear right yes i mean i'm sexually attracted to bluto for sure everyone is sexually attracted to bluto i mean there has been no heterosexuality assigned to popeye at least in my eyes Uh, well and also if you consider the history of comics like some of the early and specifically when it comes to, like, sailors and the Navy, like, there are a lot of homoerotic early sailor cartoons from, like, the 40s. This is it, the first it, I'm hearing of this. The, I mean, what? Really? No, no, no. I was like, <laughs> okay, go on. It's like, they're super popular, even to this day. And so I think to just, again, they just want to ignore queer history at all costs. They're like, it's new and it's scary. And it's like, it has literally been around you your whole life. Even when it was like undercover or quote in the closet it was still vital and there and so when these creators decide to acknowledge these queer communities that have supported their content 
for decades. I don't understand how you can be upset about it. It's like it's it's been here now. Someone's just saying, "I see you and I acknowledge you," and we're just not going to force right. it to be hidden anymore. And they're like beside themselves about it. Get over it. Yeah. Previously, Popeye cartoons have been full of racist characters, including a 1951 cartoon where Popeye and his dad battle savage, dark-skinned natives, which even included a joke about slavery. So that is the the old, the classic Popeye that uh, everybody who's complaining about this is, like, clinging to, I guess. Of course. Popeye was there, like, so some people have pointed out Popeye was gender fluid in some early strips. Uh, Don's a woman's clothes to act like a child's mother. But it's like, it is, at first I was like, oh, that's like a classic, like, comic or, like, cartoon Mm -hmm. strip. But there's, like, a lot of, there's, like, one comic strip that I'm pretty sure this is real that somebody reproduced where... Popeye says, and I quote, don't you dare incinerate. I ain't been a good mother to Sweepy. I've been more than a mother to him. I am a perfect male sex mother. That's what I've been a father to him, too. I've been even an aunt and an uncle and a cousin, cousin, too. I I do not understand what Popeye <laughs> like mispronounces or like the logic of his pronunciation. I got the ability to act like both mother and father to uh, infink. That's why I am such a good parent. I am amphibious. Okay, so, like, so that's very literally. Yeah, like very, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's not just like he put on a dress like full an infant who was crying, which is like one of the first examples that somebody reproduced but it's like very much Popeye just being like I am both a man and a woman and whatever you know gender identity I want so fuck off Popeye's got the hips to carry off a skirt too like the figure is really banging in this outfit I just want to say the apron is cute I love it I love that Popeye was just this open and comfortable uh, with their gender fluidity and I hope we see more of it a lot more. I, and I hope it continues to piss people off because y'all are stupid. I can't. So stupid. I can't. It's, but particularly with the amount of like transphobia permeating, I don't know, the entire universe right now. Like it, it delights me to make these people angry. Get out of here. Yeah. That also seems to be a thing that the New York Times has clung to as like, well, the reason that conservatives are mad at liberals is because of like transphobia and because like liberals have been like too you know aggressive with their protection of like pronouns and stuff like that and yeah that that just we've been we've been talking about it like for a while that there's just this like anti-trans rage that is like bubbling Mm -hmm. under the surface of the country and you can see it and like obviously threatening all of us like yeah the way that they're coming you know they've it's a very cliche, but like they're going to come for one group and then immediately for the next. And my gosh, there was the craziest Twitter thread. Somebody had taken a photo of these turf folks talking about how they're reanalyzing all of their past friendships and trying to figure out who was secretly trans around them. And they're going based off things of like, she had broad shoulders. She must secretly not be a biological woman. Like, what are you talking about? And and they're, And then responding with and my friend was so shocked and she won't admit it she's lying and it's like this so is shocked the most that I caught her 
<laughs> bananas thing I've ever heard of. And the idea that anyone could control gender or or create boundaries around gender completely baffles me. Or the other thing we've been seeing a lot of people like, oh, well, I don't like the word like menstruators or I don't like the phrase people who menstruate. But it's like people, no matter what set of genitalia they're born with, like if you're born with ovaries, doesn't automatically mean you're ever going to ovulate. It's not a, a foregone conclusion. So then to make it so that the only way to identify as a woman is based off of whether you menstruate or not, like, please leave, please. What does that say to, like, women who've had hysterectomies? What does it say to trans? What does it say to trans men? Like, it's just, it's the most upsetting bananas things. I can't even, I can't, I'm so, I got really angry on this, about this on Twitter the other day because it's, I, I just can't fathom telling somebody, like, no, you're not what you say you are. Right. Like, I, I just firmly believe you cannot identify outside of these very strict rules that have no basis in science, even though they cling to science. Like, science says this other, that's not true. You don't know science. You're not a biologist. Leave. Like, I just, uh That's uh, so weird. Also, just to put so much time and energy into someone that? else's business. It's like, that? this has nothing to do with you. You're really just trying to make something happen for you. I don't know. Wait, what right. is your obsession with anyone else's gender identity? Period. It, it, like, why do you clearly, you know, you you're questioning something about yourself that scares you always. Everyone right. has that within them. Or you so cling to your ideology as the your definition of your gender. For example, if you identify as a woman and you're like, no, this I, I am a woman and this is the only way to be a woman and I'm not interested in hearing any other viewpoints on womanhood. This is it. Like That is the most closed-minded BS I've ever heard. And particularly for TERFs who are a part of the queer community, y'all make me the most angry. I'm not even going to lie. I can't deal with you because you under you should understand inherently the spectrum of gender. And and to be to be a woman who excludes other women is it's vile. Right. And I feel like the New York Times is being like and because like taking that position and being like, this is where we lost the argument on Roe. And it's it's just them trying to redraw the battle lines so that it includes so that it, because they can't exist in a world where like the you know democratic establishment and the corporate like media establishment has just been proven to have completely failed you know so now they have to like create this weird reality where it's like well actually it was the left that went too far and that is why we are in this situation we definitely haven't been stonewalling the process of government for a decade now. Oh, God. I can't. Solid shout out to Popeye, though. Glad you're out here doing your thing. So, Hope you do it more. Yeah. I'm just like, well, what did Deborah Messing fight for? You know? What, what, <laughs> that is what I keep asking myself. Do you... So this is, like, a follow-up question. I had this, like, mm -hmm. weird, like, kind of embarrassing thing happen where I was driving, and I saw someone with a shirt that said resist on it. And, mm -hmm. like, I felt a brief little flutter of, like, oh, maybe, like, people are starting some sort of social movement. And I got closer, and I realized it was the Star Wars shirt. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it made me like, I don't know, like, and I was listening to a podcast that was like analyzing like the Matrix's like cultural relevance and like the its use by both the left and the right. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, we, we live in such a like just a what is becoming more and more evidently like just completely broken society where like there is a bad guy the bad guy is like it ultra wealthy like looks like a movie villain uh there's a bunch of them the the government is like just openly working only for corporations and like but but we are more like there's more conversation about like arguing over pop culture shit i feel like or at least like Mm -hmm. that i feel like pop culture has been channeling it for so long and like we've been rooting for the resistance and star wars for so long and like haven't this is like the ultimate old guy take you've been too worried about star wars resistance (laughs) you haven't built your own damn resistance um but i am like 100 percent the most guilty of this as well but i'm just like Oh yeah, what if resistance but not in Star Wars? <laughs> I mean, it's hard it's hard to feel like anything will change at mm. this point when activism itself has been commodified. And yes. it's like we're all kind of preaching to the choir and that choir is making money off of us preaching and right. it's just, you know, a vicious circle. So it's like how do we how do we completely divorce ourselves from all of those institutions entirely and truly make some sort of change. And it feels hard and impossible. The pop culture is also the measure by which we've explored, like what is acceptable since, you know, the boom of teenagers in the sixties getting their own financial like demographic that we can actually track and teenagers spend a ton of money and they tend to be a viewpoint of like, where is society going? And so when we track, you know, societal changes that way, it makes sense that we sort of distilled it, you know, over the past, what, I guess now 60 years into like, oh, well, what's pop culture doing? And it's interesting when we look at animation and cartoons and stuff. We recently, too, there was a clip for the new Baymax show on Disney Plus, and Baymax is picking up tampons for somebody, which is great. I really love that we're include like girls frequently start menstruating at like, you know, between eight and 16. And so to bring that into the shows that they're watching, I think that's really brilliant. You know, people need to see that. And there's a trans person talking about like, oh, these are the pads I use. And like people had a complete meltdown over this. They're like, what is this teaching children? Well, like some men have periods, period. Like, and it's, it's a two second thing. Like they literally pop in, they do have a trans rights shirt on. It's just the trans flag. And they're just like, hey, use yeah. these. And so I, I, I don't know, as somebody who's like very ingrained in pop culture and as also in touch with a lot of creators, I, I think it's interesting to say the least to watch people behind the scenes really push I don't want to say agendas, but really make sure that folks are seen in a way that they haven't been seen before and to get to children as early as possible because, you know, some of them are really facing a lot of brainwashing they're going to have to undo later. And I think it is important to be able to see it in pop culture so they can be like, oh, not everyone thinks like my folks here. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I think I mostly think of like the insidious nature of of the entertainment industry itself sure. where they don't want to get in trouble for 
being how they've been for the past hundred years, which is yeah. uh, exclusive and, and all that. So I, there's a little bit of me that's like, okay, I kind of see what you're doing here and uh, with your insidious nature. But then of course, that's amazing that we get to see these creators and these stories that we haven't seen before. It's going to be yeah. helpful ultimately. And, uh, it's good that they're feeling guilty enough that they <laughs> have to <laughs> make these pretty drastic moves. Right. Yeah, yeah. And also, I feel like the benefit of capitalism is like that they, the democratic, you know, they're trying to reach the most people because that's the most profitable thing for them, right? And so, like, they are by like the logic of the market like being inclusive in which you know not the best reason to do it but i do think that's at least a benefit that we can see i'll take it i'll take it small steps small steps (laughs) yeah i guess i i was i would differentiate between baymax and a new popeye comic a newspaper comic strip reboot which seems specifically designed to be served (laughs) up to the elderly to be like face get mad so we can maybe get like a tv show or like a streaming show out of this or whatever oh yeah but i guess the the thing that bummed me out the the most in on this front was joe biden pointing to serial commercials as proof that America was headed in the right direction. All was, these biracial families. Yeah. Look at us. The future. Like, is I now. mean, the kids today. And I'm not I'm not just like look at the 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 commercials. Like when was the last time you saw that? And they wouldn't I mean that's what they want. On the one hand, I get it. Like Joe Biden has lived a very long time and there was a moment in for many years of his life where that wasn't visible. I I understand, <laughs> but at the same time to for a politician to consider any kind of advertisement a solution to actual people's problems, yeah, that's very disheartening. Mm-hmm. It's also not his job, yeah. That's <sighs> yeah. All right, Claire, it has been truly a pleasure having you on The Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Uh, you can find me at, oh my God, I'm on Twitter so rarely I forget my own. on twitter at claire okay claire on twitter there it is yeah at claire is okay on instagram claire okay.com for all your claire okay needs (laughs) and uh, i'm doing my solo show at the elysian theater on august 20th at 10 p.m come on out it's about grief and art etc amazing where's the elysian theater it's in, I want to, I think they call it a frog town. Okay. Nice. You know that? And is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? I'm a big fan of my friend Dan Licata's tweets. He also, uh, former SNL writer, writer for Joe Perry talks with you. A tweet of his that I think about a lot is, um, my grandpa was only okay at rapping. But then he got hit by lightning yesterday, and he has gotten so good at rapping now. His flows are like if Eminem grew up and de- great depressing. <laughs> so that's <laughs> calling the Great Depression the Great Depressing is uh, really funny to me. And follow Dan Licata on Twitter.com. Uh, Joel, where can people find you? What is a tweet or work of social media you've been enjoying? 
Yeah, thanks for having me back. You can find me over at Comic-Con Metapod. We have some dope episodes, including an entire feature with Avatar The Last Airbender, including the actors from The Last Airbender and Korra and the creators of the show, which is really cool. I was, of course, out sick with COVID when my icons were on, but Hector held it down. It's a really dope episode. And we have a Marvel-themed episode this week, which was a lot of fun. So please go take a listen to that why can't I find this tweet? Ugh. I can go and then we can come back to you? Yes. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. And a tweet I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying a couple. Uh, Tim Kaczynski at Tom. Uh, no one clam should have all that chowder is fun. Mm-hmm. First person to shoot fish in a barrel. I don't even know how to describe how easy this is uh, from Edward James almost. (laughs) And then Axe Western Union 2K tweeted, customers will say shit like, "Uh, it's asking me to remove my card. (laughs) And I think I've said that before. Also, Caleb Studman tweeted, what the inside of my AirPods case looks like is between me and God. And I feel that because it is, I don't know how it happens. I don't, I don't understand, but it is not great. It's not good in there. Joelle, have you found a tweet or work of social media that you've been enjoying? I have. This comes from at Black Ass Feminist on Twitter. I'm sorry the Turks are having such a difficult time right now. Have you all tried building a personality around something other than your dehydrated ass coochie? It might help. <laughs> Ugh, what a read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. I also liked a tweet from Claire. I'm in the movie. Movie come out soon uh, from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that movie is, that trailer is very funny. <laughs> Thanks. So it's it's like daddy's home type dad dad and stepdad yeah yeah dad and stepdad and uh there there are some really good quotes people should go check it out but <laughs> yeah uh you can find us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website daily where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Super producer Justin, do you have one for us? I do, uh, seeing as how me and uh, my sister, Joelle Monique, are moving on Saturday. Uh, I figured I would play this, uh, recommend this song for you guys. I love Neo Soul, and it's been doing really well over in other countries, um, in Australia and in the UK. And there's this band called Jungle that's got a song called House in L.A. It's a very dope track. It's got so much space for the notes to breathe and the falsetto vocals on it. They'll just send you to another place. So check out this song, House in L.A. by Jungle. And you can find that in the footnotes. Damn, I thought you were going to do Moving Out by Billy Joel. That was a close second. It was a close second. <laughs> also, very cool song. All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Sight gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.